Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me today on day 118 of the podcast with the Bible through the year. My name is Leo Lozano, Associate Pastor at Revive GMC in Pasadena, Texas. Today, we will be reading Matthew 27, verses 45 to 56. I am reading from the New Living Translation, but you may join me from whatever translation you have before you. The important thing is we are spending a few minutes reading the scriptures. And my prayer is that throughout the day, we may dedicate a few minutes to contemplate what we just read, creating a space for the Spirit of the living God to speak to our hearts. So with that in mind, let us go together to the Bible. At noon, darkness fell across the whole land until three o'clock. At about three o'clock, Jesus called out with a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, which means, My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Some of the bystanders misunderstood and thought he was calling for the prophet Elijah. One of them ran and filled a sponge with sour wine, holding it up to him on a reed stick so he could drink. But the rest said, Wait, let's see whether Elijah comes to save him. Then Jesus shouted out again, and he released his spirit. At that moment, the curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn in two. From top to bottom, the earth shook, rock split apart, and tombs opened. The bodies of many godly men and women who had died were raised from the dead. They left the cemetery after Jesus' resurrection, went into the holy city of Jerusalem, and appeared to many people. The Roman officer and the other soldiers at the crucifixion were terrified by the earthquake and all that had happened. They said, This man truly was the Son of God. And many women who had come from Galilee with Jesus to care for him were watching from a distance. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of James and John, the sons of Zebedee. There's a word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. We are here at that moment when Jesus gave his own life for all of us. And, and we read at the end or towards the end about these amazing things that happen. Uh, you know, the earthquake and, um, you know, at the temple, how the, the, the thing, the fabric was torn into from top to bottom, right? Uh, you know, the, the curtain in the sanctuary. And then we see these uh, people, these, you know, men of God and women of God, like racing from the dead. And all that is miraculous and incredible. And of course, it should terrify everybody that this happened, right? And And I guess the response from the Roman officers is natural and, of course, right, is the proper response after what happened, after the injustice of it all. But, you know, what strikes me the most is at the beginning, when Jesus, in a loud voice, calls out, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? And it's of no surprise, really, that the people misunderstood. That happened throughout Jesus' life. And that still happens today. People still misunderstand Jesus and Scripture, right? It happens all the time. 
everywhere. It happens uh, to people that may know not much about the Bible, and it happens as well to those who call themselves experts or who are called experts. But here we see how people thought he was calling upon Elijah. And, you know, they're still thinking like, no, 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 wait. Maybe Elijah comes and saves him, right? And to me, that is crucial because it's just like, yeah, you're still not getting it. Jesus needs no saving. He's doing this to save us, right? Remember when we talked about this? I think it was yesterday when people are like mocking him. Like, come on, when are you going to save yourself? I thought you were the son of God, right? Like, come on, save yourself. I thought you said you were going to destroy the temple. Come on, save yourself. And that is the common thread. They think he needs to be saved. Oh, my, but my friends, what they don't get is that he is salvation. He doesn't need to be saved from anything or anyone. He is doing this to save you, me, and everyone, right? He doesn't need no salvation. He's there on purpose. Yes, it's painful. Yes, uh, for a second he prayed like, can, can, can this be avoided? Can this cup pass from me? But no, he's on a mission, right? And it requires this from him. So for the joy set before him, he does it. And he does it like no one else can do it. Because truly, it's a one-man job. No one else can do what only he can do. And so, again, everybody's expecting him to be saved or rescued. But, oh my, he's there saving us, rescuing us from death and sin. He's there setting the captives free so much so that for a, for a moment, and this is, not, like, this is not even the resurrection, right? But for a moment, death was shaken. Death was trembling and some bodies escaped his, its claws. That is our God. And this, this is not the end. This is far from it. Yeah. But many don't get it. Even the disciples don't get it. And we can see some of the women who were always so close to Jesus. Just they're there, but they're like within distance because they don't fully grasp what's going on. But that's okay. That is okay. Oh, man. Thank you for joining me today. And I cannot wait to be back with you tomorrow. God bless you.